Dayton. The city of a thousand factories. It's long been an industrial linchpin of the Midwest, a scan two decades past the turn of the century. The gem city is roaring with the rest of the 20s. It's a decade of change. Who now the vote? Alcohol is banned. Great war is over and the two native Dayton. And uh, the decimation of the Spanish flu is coming to a close. Thanks to the gumption and innovation of two native Daytonians, mankind has begun to conquer the sky itself. The upheaval that started with a great flood eight years ago is building to an inevitable next world war. And below it all, something ancient and bloody stirs again. Gem City 21 is a ma Vampire the Masquerade game using 5th edition rules. The setting and rights belong to Paradox Entertainment. This game is using NPCs and setting information for an upcoming book currently planned to be published through the Dark Pack license. Look for it in sometime in 2023 if this interests you. Now, please bear in mind that this is a mature game and the characters are monsters, not heroes. A whole lot of horrible ideas and dark and gruesome things could come up in this recording. Lines and veils have been discussed with the players beforehand, but different people have different tolerances and we understand that. Listen at your own discretion. I am your storyteller, Andrew Seipel, usually known as Lost Image when I'm online. Players, please introduce yourselves and name your characters. Hey, I'm a, I'm a dark guy, Odeo, but I'm playing uh, Tommy, the gangster Sedite, and uh, you know, as he always says, uh, woods are public places, so to speak. Fair enough. Alt, who are we looking at? Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Alt. Uh, I am currently playing Sam, uh, Nosferatu, who is desperately trying to find a way out at this moment in time. Rock on. Ash. Who are you? Yeah, my name's Helena. I Look, I just need you to stop, stop talking to me, please. Sounds about right. And finally, Paradox. Bring us home. I'm playing Morgan Conley. Gunslinger who really doesn't want you to touch his goddamn horse. Mm-hmm. Yep. That about sums up Mr. Conley. Alright. Last episode. A lot of you went looking for a beast in the woods and into the night talking cult politics with a uh, rather creepy kindred who'd set up shop in a small town. The hour grew light, and so without much chance to discuss things, you had to hurry back and drop people off before the sunlight did its sizzling work. And now, waking up after an all-too-short day sleep, you probably got a lot on your mind. You have some work tonight, if Liv was still sticking to her schedule. But you might have a few things to decide before or after that. But let's start things off and see how the blood runs through your bodies as the sun sinks behind the smog-laden clouds. Everybody roll that rouse check. Success. Tommy does not get hungrier. Uh, Sam definitely does there. Uh, I don't get hungrier, so I'm at three. No movie today. All right. At least not now. It's a, it's a matinee. There you go. 
Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Morgan gets hungrier. Putting up to four, but I'm not sure that's right. Please. <laughs> we'll say that it is. Yeah, we didn't have. We didn't get a chance to hunt after the no, last. No, you didn't. Things progressed quickly. Well, Sam did. That, that actually Sorry. made the papers, you'll find out. But... Uh-oh. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Morgan. That's not too masquerade for you. <laughs> Morgan. What about you, Philan? Do note that it being a new knight, your willpower has regenerated by an amount equal to your resolve and composure. And I'd like you to roll that plus a third of your humanity now as you come to and find mm -hmm. yourself pushing the lid of your steamer trunk open and sitting bolt upright to look at Al across the way who's shaving. Uh, resolve plus a third of humanity? Not you. Oh, oh okay. sorry. Sam might eat his ghoul. He might be in the mood for some ghoulash tonight. Okay. Uh, oh, third humanity, so that's only one, isn't it? That's correct. Morgan. I'm at 4-2, which means I start bleeding from my, whole, my eyes. Oh my god, I yes, forgot about are. that. Yeah. God, that's so cool. As you sit up and in the mirror behind Al, you see black streaks of tar-like substance start to wind themselves down your cheeks. Bubbling from the tear uh, One success. <laughs> okay. You see Al kind of glance around as you... as you, and start talking as you sit up and but you're not hearing the words. You're across the room before he has a chance to do anything more than widen his eyes and your teeth are in his neck. <clears throat> Alpha. You're vaguely cognizant that he's, be he's beating you on the back. And I'd like you to roll me another check. That's another one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I better lose you my dotting ghoul. <laughs> you come to. You regain control of yourself. He's on the floor. <sighs> He's gasping. He's very pale. And you hear him whisper, not again. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Sam, what hunger are you currently at? Uh, as of waking up this morning and getting hungrier, too. <sighs> what you did last night was a good start. Let's do it again, shall we? Uh, Sam becomes very interested in anything that's in his pockets, anything that he can use to distract himself from the voice echoing through his mind. Oh, there's a triangle. 
As he touches the triangle, he realizes he should probably return this uh, family heirloom to Tommy as soon as he can. That thought shifts you, you away from the gnawing hunger for now. You do recall that as Tommy was dropping people off, you did make plans to meet at Libs to see what work she had for you. But you didn't really set a time. Kind of figured it was an as-you-got-there kind of situation. And for most of you, that's not going to be an issue, but uh, one of you just had some pressing business come up. Morgan, mm-hmm. also the floor looking pretty pale. Breathing shallow. What you doing? And sort of you managed to yank yourself away before you drank his heart dry, but uh, he's sort looking of a little sh- tough. Sh- Morgan sort of shakes himself out of his stupor and is just God damn it, not again. Plus side, you're down to hunger one. Uh, he'll head over and help Al out. He, he's limp in your arms. He's unconscious. Uh, uh, he'll, yeah, he'll try and like, carry Al to a, like a bed or a couch, whatever's nearby. It's not a big hotel room. That's easy yeah. enough to do. Yep, two beds. You plop them on one. He sinks into uh, the down coverlet. And then just in sort of old school cowboy fashion, he'll just leave a bottle or something strong nearby for when he wakes up. He survived this before. He'll be fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol is always really good when you've just suffered major blood loss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm, am I to assume that you leave him there, start making your way out the door into the rendezvous? Uh, yeah. All right. In that case, do me a favor. Yeah. Al's stamina is two. Okay. I'll double that. So I'd like you to roll me four dice, and we'll see how this goes. No hunger for what it's worth. Oh. Uh. Okay. Uh, no, this would be rolling for Al, wouldn't it? Not me, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> okay. Dice okay. not like me today. <laughs> Alright. But you really got bang. something. Okay. And you hit, you make your way out of the hotel and hit the hit the streets. There's a nice drizzle falling. The light wearing from yesterday had evidently picked up during the day and has been dying down now. It's washing the polluted water of Dayton into the gutters. Oil slicks shining like rainbows in the streetlights. Kind of beautiful in its own way. With the rain going so much, the smell ain't quite there, though. You don't breathe most nights. What's the point? 
And, uh... Sam and Helena, you wake up and tend to your business. Sam spends a few moments staring at that triangle, considering it really is really shiny. A lot of care going on with into this. Kind of distracts you from the pattering and and splashing as rain finds its way through the leaky roof of the uh, old kennel that you're holed up in. Uh, Sam really notices um, the leak as he's kind of pacing back and forth in the upstairs hallway, and he realizes that the um, moldy, crusty carpet is actually sopping wet and squelching beneath his feet again. Oh, yeah. Your shoes aren't in the greatest shape either, so you can feel the wet seep into your socks. It probably smells quite foul in here. You see some stirring from Helena's room. Uh, yeah, Sam, Sam heads over and uh, very lightly knocks on the door. Uh, Helena. Oh, man. Oh, you're up. Fantastic. Uh, and he kind of gingerly brushes the door open, uh, entering the ladies' chambers is uh, not something he's very, very familiar with. Helena's... Uh... She's already dressed, but she's still quite groggy. Doesn't take long for her to get dressed in a very simple clothes. Uh, good morning. Uh, good evening. Yeah, how do you like this uh this weather? I know small yeah, talk isn't. Uh, yeah. Helena sort of just looks around and touches her arm. She's like, "Yeah, I've never been in my strong city." So how about all the cold stuff, huh? How are you yeah. finding that? Uh... Are you a religious man, Sam? I mean, uh... I grew up a good Christian boy, if that's what you mean. Uh, grew up not past anymore, tense? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. past tense. Yeah, uh, I'm getting the sense that's pretty common among us. I can't say I've uh, met too many religious Nosferatu. Can't say the rest. Uh, say much about the rest of us, though. Do you believe in anything? I mean, I don't believe we have uh, any real purpose here. If that's uh, that's what you're talking about. I, yeah, not really. I no. don't agree. Don't agree. I, I, you can believe whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> uh, thanks. I guess. Yeah, like, like actually, I said, I'm not good at the small talk thing either. Yeah, uh, actually, I came in to ask if you'd uh, help me patch up the roof a little bit. Uh, I know you haven't been out since the rain started, but place is looking a bit like shit again. Oh, uh, sure. I never, never patched up a roof before, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Yeah, your, uh, your help is much appreciated. Fuck, it's soggy around here. And now Sam just makes to leave. He's sick of the small talk already. He's sick of the water. He's sick of today. It's not a great day for Sam. Gray with a fading light coming from the west. Just a patina through the rain. 
Do you wish to patch up the roof now before you leave, or is that a project for another time? Um, some rudimentary repairs for now, at least, would be good. They've got places to be, um, since they're supposed to be meeting everybody tonight at Libs, but... Yeah, you don't want to flood out. They've got time to, like, throw a few boards up or some pans or pots down or something. Yeah, that sounds good. With Helen helping, awesome. Both you can give me a crafts plus dexterity check. Not my best, but, uh... So that's three dice. Don't think anyone's got carpentry or anything like that. Nope. No. That's a... Uh, two successes. Okay, so that's two between us. Alright. Sam, the downside is you only have one ladder. And, uh, you end up having to hold it while Helena, being smaller and lighter, gets up there and does bulk of the work, but she manages to apply hammer to nail to board and patch up the worst of it. Not all of it. It turns out, once I get up there, it's like, oh, oh, mm, oh. There's more than just the big leak. It's like the attic is probably, yeah. The attic might be a lost cause by this point. But you do what you can. Uh, while Helen is working away at the roof, um, Sam ponders on uh, the previous conversation. So, what is it that you believe? You seem to have uh, brought this up for a reason, and I can't say that uh, can't say that I'd be surprised if you had some specific feelings about what uh, Tommy's been up to. Yeah, you're you're insightful, Sam. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I've just been realizing a little more about where my value lies and what I can do to make the world a little better. I think you're doing a great job already. If, uh, if that means anything at all. Doing better than most of us, really. I, I don't know what, I'm, what I've really done so far. I feel like I've mostly just sort of followed around. Sam recalls um, the things that Tommy's done and the things that he's done lately and uh, kind of sees Helena as a saint at the moment. She might not have done a whole lot, but she sure as shit hasn't made things worse. Like, uh, yeah, I... You, know, no, sorry, you, you got a delicate touch, I think. It would be the right way to put it. I, I, too she's delicate, forced a I guy think. into gambling for his life and then eating him. <laughs> I, I don't know, too delicate, I think, like, yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've done anything terrible, but have I done much good? I mean, I, I don't know. What have you been getting up to lately? I mean, it sounds like you want to start getting your hands dirty. Or maybe not dirty. That's the that's the wrong word. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> it's okay, Sam. Just say what you want to say. Well, what do you what do you want? What do you want from the town? What do you want for yourself? I. Uh... Look, it's still early days. I'm, I'm figuring stuff out, but I don't know. I, I think I can probably do a lot more to make people people's lives better. Yeah. What do so you think? It's uh, it's not all bad being dead, right? Well, you know, comes with a lot of a lot of privileges. Really. And you I mean, Sam, mean we have. Magical powers. I, I'm not sure they're Christian, but they're very useful. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's one way to look at it, I guess. All right, let's let's patch this up. Oh, the roof. Yeah, yeah. Pass as me as that she's messing around with the boards, giant splash of water just sp splits him in the face. <laughs> Pretty much, she shifts, and part of the roof hangs a little loose, and that is. Well, you, oh, you kind of mop your face and see dried blood wash away with water. It's like, and then, oh, that's what you were doing last night. That's right. You okay? If it, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I see another spot over there. I points somewhere or other into the roof, into the rafters, and uh, tries to distract her. Uh, right, yeah, okay. okay. Eventually you finish up, clean up as best you can, and you make your way to the next streetcar stop. But still with much on your minds and the unrelenting rain carrying not a whit for it, continuing to fall. Tommy! You wake full and satisfied to find a uh, telegram waiting on your desk. Oh. Tommy will crack his knuckles out of reflex, and as he grabs the telegram, he's going to rouse the blood for a blush of life. He does not get hungrier, as he taps out a cigar out of the little box and lights it, takes a puff, and then unwraps the telegram. It says... I should be arriving later tonight. If I do not find you in, I shall leave snacks and catch you and see you tomorrow. Tommy smiles as he folds up the telegram. Well, this suits his purposes just fine. He loves Pastor Anders, but Sometimes, you got to let go of what you love. He cracks his knuckles again. It's time to get to business. We have a meeting with Lib, and we also apparently have a wild gangrel to kill at some point. Probably not tonight. There are many things to be done. And for a second, a part of you wars... The thought of seeing your sire's face again, hearing the approval in his voice wars with that duty, that favor, that favor you promised the elderly woman in the bordello. But then, then you manage to think how much he'll approve of you if you get more boons from her, if you play the game. Yes, yes, that'll win more from him. And wrenching your mind away from the direction the blood keeps trying to steer it until you find a, a good compromise. You pull on your jacket and hit the streets. After giving some directions to your goons and checking in with a couple of them, I imagine. And one of them does lean over and tell you, Hey boss, uh... They, uh... An Irish fella stopped by the uh, other place where you're storing the hooch a little while back, asked if he could use it to go drinking with a few friends. 
Irish guy. Hmm. Would Tommy know who this is referring to? It takes Tommy a second to recall. But assuming the goon is talking about Flanagan's, you do recall the Irishman stopping by with Sutton's group. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be Sutton and his gang. Tommy's what was that, what was that Irishman's name? What's your intelligence? My intelligence is two, even though Tommy doesn't act like it. Yeah, <laughs> intelligence plus insight if you want to remember. Sure, sure, that will be... Zero successes. Hmm. Tommy ah. remembers the guy, and he remembers how he insulted his booze and his face, but for the life of him, he can't recall the name. There's been a lot of wonder, water under the bridge and claws through your chest in the time since then. Speaking of which, yeah, it's, you have to adjust your jacket over the hole a bit. It's mostly, it's mended a little. But there's still something there. Tommy will turn to his goon and he'll say, All right, I got a lot of business tonight, so, uh... I want you to look after the roulette tables, get Louie on the blackjack, and oh, how's uh, how's the renovations for, uh, you know, the m musical caboodle doing? Two ton tone sugs squints a minute, then nods and points over to the corner where there's been a big hole sawed in the roof, and there's some uh, planks around that are being assembled in the loose direction of the, in the loose shape of the stage. It's going great, boss. Going great. Okay, good. Now the lady who's gonna nights. lady who's gonna sing there. She might turn up at some point, take a look at it. Uh, you just let her go where she wants to go. Uh, even if she says she wants to go in my office, you just let her in. And whatever you do, make sure none of those apes out there touches her. All right. I'll and anyone sure who does, hands you. On your girl, boss. Got it. And anyone who does, you, you put them in the river, okay? Now, this casino, yep. this casino's a public place, it's a, where everyone can come and have fun, but the girl is absolutely not a public place, okay? Respect the lady. Yes, sir. Now, remember, you's in charge of the roulette tables tonight. I'm leaving a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, so don't, don't screw up like that other guy did the other week, so... Uh, I'll check in on you later tonight. Uh, I'll catch you later. And Tommy just pulls his fedora firmly over his skull. And as he steps out of the casino towards the Tin Lizzie, he is going to rouse the blood to heal the remainder of his bullet wound. All right. And he does not get hungrier, remains at hunger zero bullet wound oh the wounds ah. that he had yeah was it a bullet okay. wound i think it was yes you, from two sessions ago take... ah, ah okay. two sessions ago plus whatever's left of you know whatever the gangrel did to me yeah mm. um i wasn't sure if you had any aggravated leftover oh that right that was aggravated yeah so in fact one, i will rouse it were i know you healed one yeah so i'm gonna try and heal that last point all Second right. is a success. The third is not a success. So Tommy goes up to hunger one as he heals that last point of aggravated damage and the rest of the hole 
closes underneath his pinstripe suit. And you hear an unwelcome voice in the back of your skull as you go up to what hunger now? One. Good soldiers need their medicine. Son, you go report for sick do- sick leave and you go find somebody to give you that medicine one way or the other. <sighs> Either it's the one guy ranting about God in one ear or it's this other guy ranting about Trenches and shells and field rations in the other. Tommy sighs as he slumps over the wheel, turns the ignition on and begins to make his way into Dayton to Connolly's Hotel to pick up Morgan. Yeah. You find Morgan waiting in the usual spot. Morgan with your horse laid up and seem prudent to make arrangements. It's either that or yeah. figure out how the streetcar passes work and who the fuck has time for that. Now look, I know you got a horse hop along, but you can't just ride that thing around in town, you know. People at least hitch him up the wagons, and you just ride around on horseback like it's a like it's a, you know, gold rush time, so you know, just hop in the car and oh, Where's Al? He ain't coming along tonight? Uh, not for tonight. No, he's got other plans. Eh. I don't like how he puts his feet up against the back of the seat anyway. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's go pick up uh, Helena and uh, Sam. You remember the way to that old uh, dog pound they's living out of? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Okay, because okay. I, I didn't memorize the damn thing, so uh, <laughs> you're on navigation, up along. You, you, you gotta okay. use those trail smarts here, you see. Helen and Sam, did you make plans to be picked up by Al, or were you gonna streetcar in? Your call. Uh, yeah, I think they'll just take a lift. Alright, that's, that's what Sam would do. Yeah, it's probably hey. transport. <laughs> it is a little more private, and you can talk business on the way without, you know, breaching the masquerade, so there's that. Mm-hmm. All right. A strong preference either way for me. Yeah. You find your way there, and the other two load up as usual. The rivers are starting to get high. Resplendent see. as per usual, Tommy says to Helena as she climbs in, and then he turns to Sam and says, uh, not resplendent as per usual, but uh, looking uh, acceptable on this night. Yeah, Sam, you a smart guy. I think you look lovely, Sam. Thanks. So, uh, are we uh, paying a visit the Lib tonight, or are we gonna head out into those woods and find that beast man and give him what's for? I mean, assuming the rain doesn't, uh, have a repeat of the flood, we should, uh, stick to town. Uh, go see Lib first. I mean, we're already here, right? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, speaking of, Tommy turns to Morgan. Uh, you should know since Flanagan's is yours, but, uh, Sutton's been in apparently, and, uh, that, that, that Mick guy who called my booze piss, uh, is using the place to, to, to drink with his friends figure at some point maybe we should drop in see what they's up to you know it's your domain and all 
Probably a good idea, yeah. Don't want them ruining and wrecking the place. Yeah, 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 my thoughts exactly, you know, and, and if he thinks my booze is piss, he better not be helping himself to water supply down there. I suppose that's a, I suppose it's up to whether up to your men whether or not they get in. Yeah, well, you know, it's just between me and you, the guys I got over at Flanagan's are the guys that don't know how to count. That's why they can't work in the casino. So, you know, I wouldn't put too much faith in them. Uh, so what's closer, Libs or Flanagan's? Yeah, alright, uh... So, uh, you... Tell you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they're partying it up inside there. Yeah, that big guy said uh, this would probably cover rent, and he hands you over a small wad of bills. Tommy takes the wad of bills. He counts through them. How much is there? Yeah, it's about twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Back in yeah. those days, is uh, mm. fair amount. Hey, you know, that's a couple good nights on the town. How about you hop along? You, uh, think 20, 20 bucks is a good, uh, payment for, uh, them just dropping in on your domain? Hmm. I suppose we should still check up on what they're doing. I agree. So Tommy... Tommy kills the engine of Tin Lizzy, and he climbs out and he says, I'll take the 20 bucks, but just the same, uh, as I wants to know what they's doing in there. Yes, sir. There's, there's five of them. Three men and two women. 
Yeah, I do remember some broads when Sutton came along. Not sure if they's the right people. Uh, hmm. You seen any sign of uh, that uh, your golfer? You know that uh, that that homely bum? homeless bum? Yeah, the bum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she came over to let us know there are people coming in from the north. Didn't seem unfriendly, and uh, we didn't run her off this kind of time because you told her not to, us her, us not to. Okay, and good choice. Uh, good. They good. came in. We recognized them. We didn't recognize three of them. There's a really big guy who showed up with the women, and he threw money at us and said, "Get out!" And he was scary. So I don't. I'm sorry. I know it sounds like a kid, but just looking at him. Yeah, ah. Uh, yeah, the kid. I no, remember him. Uh, yeah, look, uh, in the future, when they turn up, uh, just let them pay you off. Don't mess around with them. And you just give me a call like you did. Okay, uh, I want you to get the guys, and I want you to make sure you're armed. And if you hear any commotion, uh, you come in. Uh, Chadley should be somewhere around here. Uh, give him a call. He can come and assist if need be. And then, Tommy points towards Flanagan's, and he turns to Morgan, and he says, Well, it's your domain, big guy, so you can go knock on the door. I'm gonna be, uh, you know, uh, a bit more subtle about it. You know, I'm slowly learning that maybe, maybe the best thing in all situations is not to just uh, make them disappear, but... To make yourself disappear, or only it don't involve a river or nothing. And then Tommy activates his unseen passage. He's going to rouse the blood. And now the dice suddenly don't like me. Yes, I get zero <laughs> successes and go up to hunger too. Oh, hold on. Hello. Dun, dun, dun. That would be his cat. <laughs> Are you guys looking for assistance with this from the rest? Sorry of about that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, as I activate my unseen presence, I turn towards the thin, the the tin Lizzie, and then I say, "Hey, Sam and, and, and Helena, maybe uh, you can come with me, or you can back up a uh, hop along." Sutton got us into. Got the number on us last time, so maybe, you know, we want to be careful how we go about this. With Morgan. Yeah, how about a slice of that stack, though, huh? Oh, sure, uh, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy just looks at the 20 bucks, and then he shrugs, and he hands the whole stack to Sam. He says, hey, just uh, take the whole thing. This is more money than Sam has seen in his entire life in one place. It's equivalent in 2020 is about $300. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely more than Sam's ever seen. What, you, you serious? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I put a guy on the roulette tables tonight. I'm expecting at least four times that when I go back. And if it's not there, then he'll be disappearing. So uh, just take those, take them 20s, and uh, feel free to assist. I know this ain't your domain or nothing, but, you know, Morgan's your friend. I like to think I'm your friend, but I know Morgan's definitely your friend. So uh, approach however you wish. I'll see if I can get 
the drop on and maybe find out what he's doing without revealing myself. And then Tommy steps into the shadows behind a stack of booze crates and fades away. And this time there's no one spying on you. You fade, Tommy. As Professor Andrews, as uh, Pastor Andrews whispers in your mind, let the mercy of the Lord hide you from their eyes. The better for your fangs to find their neck later unseen. All right. Rest of you going in with Morgan or uh, being sneaky as well? Uh, yes, yeah, Sam's gonna, um, entail Morgan and going through the front door with him. And Helen? Yep. Sounds good. Alright. Yeah, the piano's going through some old-time rinky-tink stuff that Morgan actually probably recognizes. Uh. Yeah, some, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Girls. That's the tune. And uh, moving through, you see the oil lanterns lit. And there are five people in the small bar. And uh, two of them you recognize, three of them you don't. Two of them are women dressed in uh, fairly tawdry clothes, showing a bit too much skin. One of them slumped on the counter looking pale with a couple of bite marks in her neck. The other one is sitting in the lap of uh, the Irishman you've seen before. Sullivan was his name, a few of you remember. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and put his picture up. If I can figure out where I tucked Albert Rodeo, there it is. Dum, dum, dum. He's the one at the piano. He's got his hat pushed back and he's got his sleeves rolled up and he's tickling the ivories. Occasionally he'll tickle too hard and and there's a few ivories that have been kind of peeled off and put next to the piano. This also might like the flaw of the piano, really. It's not in the greatest shape. There's another figure that you've seen before, too. The kid that came with Sutton. Black, indeterminate gender. Currently sitting next to the next to the next to the pale woman, poking her to keep her awake. But the third one you don't recognize. And you understand why they called him the big man. He's, if he's not seven foot, he's not far from it. He's got receding hair done back in the long mullet. He's got a serious handlebar mustache. And a frame that looks like, uh, he's built like a gorilla that got poured into his suit. That's way too small for him. And I'd like anyone who wants to roll me intelligence plus streetwise. So would Tommy have seen all of these people as well? 
Tommy, oh. slinking around back, nothing st stopping you. You find that the rear door is ajar. And yeah, peeking in, you do see them as well. Uh, one success on the roll. Three for Tommy. All right. Uh, Only one for Morgan. Wow, the dice hate me today. One success. Mm, this makes sense. The two out of towners would have no yeah. frame of reference, and Sam doesn't run in the circles. But Tommy, you recognized him instantly. <laughs> that is Mad Dog Muller. And a number of years ago, at least a decade, something like that, he was one of the uh, best pit fighters in the business. Technically, he was a factory worker. You're pretty sure he never collected a single paycheck from any factory. But uh, illegal boxing matches and free-for-all matches those were his those were where he dominated he had a big winning streak then he suddenly dropped off the face of the earth disappeared there were rumors that underworld leverage had gotten to him but here he is and uh, as you as you watch he looks up from the woman he's necking with licking her throat as he goes, and sliding his fangs back into their sockets. Well, he says, is the owner? So is, says Sullivan. Mr. Conley, hope you don't mind. Oh, I do a little. It was rather un... Uh, what is it? Uncouth. Unorthodox. Disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little more of that. Yeah, a little more that way, but yeah. Hmm. Well. Ah. Please, have a glass. Ah, we saved you a glass. Says Sullivan, pointing to the counter and a gory cup that's been filled. Should still be good. That's a good size mug. I well, the thing of it is, uh, thing of it is that uh, says the big man. You don't have nobody serious here watching at all. So the only way for somebody to get a hold of you is for them to come in and make your goons call. I mean, you've got the gangrel, says the kid. But uh, she says her job's she says her job is only to watch. So we a we asked if she could get a hold of you, but she said she in your in your damn secretary. Right. So I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do your business, but y'all are new in town, and this is a fast paced city compared to the west. So. Maybe I want somebody to stop by here on the regular to at least check the mail or something. Says Sullivan. Just saying. I'll make sure to look into it. Just give it oh. a the side eye. Oh, don't be like that. Says Muller. Uh, 
I laid out, and he offers a handshake. Name's Muller. You've met Sullivan and Tony, I think. All right, no, he'll take the hand. We're all Sutton's children. <sighs> Though uh, not all of us are still on speaking terms with him. Muller shrugs. It's a long story, best told over drink. <sighs> Fact of the matter is, the dandy wanted me to come by and check up on you a lot. Now that I'd heard you met Sutton, I wanted to see how that gone. And I wanted to make sure y'all got invitations down to the mob. Mob? Yeah, it's down at the Grand Theater every Tuesday night. Dandy rents the place and has a special showing of movies that tickles fancy. We got one in right now. I'm not sure how the hell it got past the Camarilla. Movies? What, yep. what kind of movies? Well, there's one right now, and I shit you... Sorry, miss. He says, I kid you not. He says, bending down to look at you. It's called Nosferatu. Oh, shit. uh, Sam's eyes go wide. (laughs) I know, right? He says, (laughs) There must be some old bastards in Europe shitting their pants with blood every time they hear about this. Wait, hold on. You're telling me the Immortals made a movie about us. Specifically, really, some somebody. I bet you a Torridor put him up to it. And and the kid is who you looked away from her for a second. Then she's a few barstool, and there are a few barstools closer. Like somebody messed up, somebody doing it. I think somebody playing them, getting the old ones riled up. I'm Tony. Ah, uh, hi. You're pretty. Uh, uh, thank, thank you. Hmm. And who are you? She's, they say you're looking at Sam. Yeah, they, uh, call me Sam. I understand if you don't want to shake my hand. Tony shrugs and offers a small hand. Yeah, Sam, uh, <laughs> dwarfs his hand by comparison. They give him a little, little, little jiggle. Yep. Pretty good. Nice to meet you, kid. Uh, anyway, you fucking know me, says Sullivan. Anyway, I've been leaving money for the booze we've been using. We brought along our own dates. <sighs> he glances over at the women. think they're about tapped out, though. He points at a pile of cash on the bar. But yeah, I mean, in the future, just if, uh, you know, you want open communications, maybe stop by and check in every now and then. As he says this... Tommy wants to sneak up as close as he can behind Sullivan and get him in a headlock. Of course he does. Helena, I would like for you to roll your aspects. Plus wits, please. Uh, and- uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I'd like Tommy 
to go ahead and uh, roll me your obfuscate plus resolve plus uh, your blood potency, if you will. Die if oh, you that's, will. That's three for Helena. Three, five plus seven. And hunger two. That's six successes. Okay. Nobody seems to see. Oh, Morgan can roll it too if he wishes. Uh, yeah. But I'm with wits all specs. Mm-hmm. Plus one die for your blood potency. Yep. Yeah. That's only two successes. All right. Yeah. Nobody sees you. Nobody stops you. And your arm snakes around his throat as you become visible and go ahead and roll me a strength plus brawl. Three plus another three. And Tommy will also buff his strength, bringing that to three. Tommy's going to burn a willpower. And end up with seven successes. Tommy. You almost have him. Your arm snaps around his throat. You start to bear him over and down. And then with lightning reflexes, he twists, buries his fangs in your arm, and holds you there. You've got a hold of him, and you're straining against him, and he's straining against you. And that'll be a single point of aggravated damage. Yep. <laughs> But can I see his eyes? Not really. You've got him in a headlock. Yeah, but even <laughs> from head behind. Head, I do. And as he bites into my arm, I wince. Ah, that, that's smart. That's smart. What the fuck? Says Sullivan, and all of a sudden, Tony's on the counter with the knife. So... Easy, easy. I ain't gonna pop your neck or nothing. Just wanted to... Press upon you. This Are you letting go of the headlock? I'm letting go of the headlock. And as, as I let him go, and he whirls around to face me, I will use my eyes of the serpent on him just to make an impression. That's a good idea. What's the resist on that again? So that will be wits plus composure from him. All right. And for me, that is going to be Charisma plus Presence. It's plus an addition dice. That's critical nine. Alright. Oh yeah, he whirls around, arm upraised, and then... 
Oh, that's a fucking neat trick. Says Sullivan, and Tony's still on the counter with a knife in one hand and a bottle in the other. As he stands there held by my presence, I smile and I say, So, just so's you know, this ain't a public place. You can't just wander in, help yourself to my booze, and bring your vessels here to feed from them. You want to get Morgan's attention, you knock on the door, and the guy outside, when he comes and he slides open the, the little thing and he sees your face there, you tell him to get his boss on the horn, and he gives me a call, and I gets Morgan, and I comes down here. No need for you to just wander in, okay? Uh, Sam speaks up to the crowd. Uh, yes, Sam speaks up to the crowd. Uh, this is Tommy, by the way. In case he hasn't already made an impression. <laughs> the big man blinks his eyes and straightens up, straightens his tie. And mops a bit of blood from your blood from his mouth. He's like, I got the message. Neat trick. Never seen it before. Yeah, uh, I've come to learn that, uh, apparently it's a, a unique gift from, uh, my progenitor. So let's just hope that I don't have to do it again. And next time you uh, knock on the door or polite like and ask to get Tommy on the horn. And by by the by, just so you know, I'm going to be counting up all the bottles of booze in those there crates. And I's going to be charging you for each one you've defiled. Okay, and the going rate is a dollar a bottle for you guys because this ain't on the market yet. So you's paying the mark. Up a preview rate. Sounds fair. He says, pulls out another wad of bills, throws it on the counter, considerably more than like ten dollars floats onto it. He says, Let me see your arm, I'll do you so. Tommy holds out his arm. And as the very drunk, kinda lightheaded girl in the corner goes, Ooh my he leans over licks the wound shut. You can mark off that act. Appreciated. Just so you know, I'm still problem. gonna be counting later. I trust you. I understand. But, uh, you know, uh, Helena said something. Uh, one of the car rides said some uh, saying popped into her head or something. Uh, trust, but verify, you know. That's kind of what I'm here to do. It's one thing to get territory. It's another thing to hold it. Dandy wanted me to make sure you were up to the job. So far, so good. Almost got me down. Been a while since that happened. <sighs> He's back onto, onto the bar. Onto this bar stool. <sighs> by the by, Muller, big fan yeah. of you I am. I was there, all your big fights. Would have signed you up myself if uh, Sinetti's gang didn't get to your first. Oh, we 
it was in Cincinnati. Back before uh, the flood, uh, Sutton was looking for muscle when he decided I would be a good candidate. Things kind of went downhill from there. That's about how I got recruited. He wanted somebody who knew the business. And it was after I was going to be killed for uh, getting too close to the truth, says Sullivan. Yeah, so we got Taking more in common than I thought. See, my side, he wanted someone who knew the booze business. Didn't really give me a say in the matter, just said it was uh, divine providence or something like that. And he needed someone to run booze for him, so here I am. So... You know, you using eyes, we got things in common, you know, it's good, make, find common ground, that way we won't have to get each other in headlocks and all that stuff. Yeah, he found me dying and saved my life and I owe him forever, says Tony. That, before you ask. Okay, see, good. Good. See, I, I thought there was something a bit untowards going on, you know, with you being a child and all. But he was saving your life, so, you know, you gotta take what you can get. Consider that notion about him now vacant from my mind. Don't make no matter to me, says Tony. Think what you like about him, that's his problem. Uh, Sam How about you, again. pretty lady? How you come to be? How, how do I what? Come to be. Like, like this. Yeah? yeah. Uh, uh, flood. Flood. The, the flood. It didn't, uh, it, it, it didn't go too great. Um. Oh, same year, uh, you and me then. Huh, okay. Oh! Yeah, uh, I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually from uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, it was. It was the flood. Um, last thing I know, a tree hit me on the head, and I was gone. And then uh, I woke up. And my sire was there. Hey, so there's your goals. More commonalities for everyone. We just. Handing them out like a guy with a big bag of commonalities. Just well, handing the them out. What you're supposed to do when you're drinking and chewing the fat? Fact of the matter is, we talked. We talked about most of what we need to needed to. And uh, while he's talking, I'd like both. I'd like you. Those of you with. Uh, who can sense the unseen to go ahead and roll your wits plus aspects in, if you will. You got it. Uh, two successes as well. As you're chatting, you notice uh, Sullivan's eyes keep straying toward the back door, and looking that way, you see a small figure wearing a cloche hat and carrying an umbrella with red frizzy hair sticking out from the back of her hat, slowly easing through the back door, the air around her shimmering just a bit. And Helena, as you look at her for a second, 
Her entire form is made up of numbers. Crammed ah. into a vaguely woman-shaped outline. Just, just across the wall to where she's coming in, just she one of yours as well. Who are you talking to? Whoever it is trying to sneak in the back door. Quite frankly, not doing a very good job of it. She freezes. Spectacles wet with rain. Becomes visible, snapping her umbrella shut. I wasn't sneaking, I, I just wasn't sure it was here. Oh, there you are. Took your sweet time. The streetcar was late. It's not supposed to be late. Yeah, you put a fucking inch of water on the road, everybody fucking forgets how to drive. It's a streetcar, it doesn't drive, it has rails. <laughs> Yeah, let's go around the people who drive that. Ah, fuck it. So numbers is one of yous guys. Ah, I see. Uh, then... No, no, we're with Sutton's brood. She ain't. How you doing, numbers? Um, better than 20, worse than 30. We'll call it a day twenty-five. in a bad place right now. Oh no, not twenty-five. Twenty-five is gone. Helena just smiles and says, uh, uh, "I hope it gets better yep. soon." Yeah. Um, maybe. Can I go in the basement? What Why? business you's got down there? I was just getting through telling these guys this ain't a public place. You can't just wander in. Ah, uh, she, she's here on my invite. And actually, that's, uh... I think we finished our previous business. Yeah, looks about right. I'll be out with the car for, uh, when you want to go back. Says Muller, nodding to numbers. I got th I got places to be, says Tony, abruptly hopping out and heading out the door. I, I, it's. Numbers grimaces. I'm looking for clues. Clues about what? I think she's saying there might be a clues in a certain specific basement. Yeah, our basement. Uh, what is uh, it? What is it you're looking for? Uh, I mean, this is uh, this is Morgan's place. I'm sure you wouldn't mind if you had a little poke around, would you, Morgan? She looks to you. Maybe if she could, if she could explain why she'd be poking around my domain. It's, it's Sullivan slides for it. It's to do with the previous owner. Can Tommy make? Talking, can Tommy I'd make? Like everyone a to go ahead and roll me a wits plus insight. I was gonna, what can Tommy make? I was going to say, could Tommy make a composure check at this point to see if anyone notices his eyes suddenly, suddenly go extremely wide, 
as for a fraction uh, of a second, he non-verbally says, oh, shit. Yeah, you can go ahead and sorry? roll that. But and everyone else is Wits rolling Wits plus Insight anyway. Wits Insight, thank you. I got a two. I was just actually thinking that, like, Helena feels a bit of a connection with numbers, and she'd probably be, like, hoping that she could see if she could intuit what numbers needs. All right. Tommy got three successes on a resolve plus... Uh, on a resolve plus composure. But he's going to take this opportunity to turn his oar on, just in case he has to explain some things. All right, this will draw all eyes to you. Oh, that's a two from Sam. All right. The dice are hating me today. Yeah, two from Morgan first, as well. two rolls that had a success of any kind. Yeah, two as well. Two is enough. And as Sullivan steps in to uh, speak where she's having trouble, you're noticing some. Same builds, same sort of freckles, same sort of hair. There's a family resemblance between the two of them. The thing is, she... Numbers here. Used to be from Springfield and left there on uncertain terms. And when this fe fellow was uh, setting things up to ship to Springfield, I happened to mention that to her, and she uh, got a little excited. Isn't that right? It's... I need to check some variables, run some sets. Tommy steps I, forward. I came prepared, she says, and pulls out a magnifying glass. Clues. Tommy steps forwards with his right. oar on and turns to numbers and he says, No clue find the necessary doll face. You, you want to know what happened to the old guy who used to run this place? I can tell you. I was the, the one who was there when it all went down. Uh, oh. Um... His variable is no longer in the equation. Indeed, his uh, his variable is uh, been uh, multipl no, not multiply. That's when you. That's when you. That that that's when. No, no, no. When you take them away, subtract it. Yeah, yeah. She nods. The flower bobs. I can tell you how yeah. it went down as well, if you want to know. No need to go down into the basement or, or start prying around with your magnifying glass. And, you know, I'd rather you didn't, because I got lots of stuff stored down there. Oh. Okay. So, uh, pats around the shoulder. Well, I told, I told you to be a long shot anyway. There's probably nothing left. No, I can tell you, there, there ain't nothing left. Uh, so what happened is, uh, you know, we's uh, getting into this place, you know. We we were... We was ordered to, you know, check out some stuff happening here. We was trying to rescue some doctors, and it turned out the doctors were all held here. But 
you know, that ain't neither here nor there thing is, uh, well, we uh, sort of made the mistake uh, you guys made. We didn't just politely knock on the door. We tried to just walk in. And so, you know, before we know, guys, guy jumps on me and, uh, well, you know, uh, turns out, you know, I'm new to this whole thing, uh, was one of my first times I actually been out, you know, I'd only just discovered there was, you know, other, uh, K-Knights, and, uh, didn't know my own strength, and I sort of, you know, uh, killed him. Cut his head off, and his whole body went, turned into, turned into, like, cigar ash, and blew away in the wind. Oh. Okay. He didn't seem nice, so alright. Oh no, he was, was most certainly not nice. I mean, you know, you walked in here, and I got you in a headlock, but I wasn't gonna kill you or nothing. He just comes out of nowhere, guns blazing, he's trying to take us out, you see. So it's kill or be killed. Dog, eat cat, all that stuff. I don't think dog. Sometimes doggies. Dogs eat cats. Sure, yeah. Well, they don't eat other dogs. That would be cannibalism. That would be frowned upon by society. It depends no on the dog. I've, I've seen a few fights, Sir Sullivan. Anyway, so he didn't leave nothing behind. I know that a few things got taken by the cops, but they got destroyed. It's probably for the best. Eh. Uh. I suppose, you know, maybe he left a few things behind. I ain't done an inventory or nothing. Uh, would Tommy know if he left anything behind? Well, your men didn't find anything, but they weren't exactly instructed to try. Just to do a little renovation. The bare minimum. Tommy just shakes his head and says, Ah, uh, yeah, no, my men didn't find nothing, so that means he didn't leave nothing. Uh, Sam pops right. up at this point. Uh, what is it that you're looking for, anyway? Like, uh, uh, some kind of wallet or a picture or keepsake or diary? I'm what is this guy to you, anyway? Romeo Persuasion plus Charisma. Yeesh. There, Sam. Mm. Uh, that's two. She looks to Sullivan, who looks back and says, Saddle ain't cutting it. She but she kind of bites her lip, one fang digging into it. Oh, little trickle blood. There's bad things in Springfield, and I think he came from Springfield, and he was trying to send things to Springfield. So that plus that plus that. 
with some really concerning question marks. Ah, uh, this is about the, uh, the blood alcohol. Yeah, 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 we, we, uh, we put the an crystals. end to that business. All right. Well, if you do happen to find anything to follow up on that, yeah, Springfield's a bad place. There are bad things there. If you do happen to find anything, he says, putting an arm around her, on that end of things, we'd be interested. Please do let us know. Well, I'd love to help you, Toots, says Tommy. But, uh, you want us to help, uh, why not just lay it out in the open, cards on the table? What do you, what interest you got in this guy? And you may go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Mm -hmm. With hey. all your inherent tricks and two three four five six uh, seven, sam looks eight, at sam looks nine. at tommy and says yeah why don't we put all our cards on the table that will be six successes all right i'm afraid the clown made them and i'm afraid he was coming here to get me okay who the oh, hell Jesus is the fuck. clown? I could totally it's... identify. I just want to put that out there. You know, I don't like clowns either. He's up in Springfield and he killed me because I was smart and I had to live with him on his farm and it was horrible there and I ran away. And I came here, and it's better here. But... I'm thinking he wants to add himself to this equation, and it's complicated enough already, and I say, and I hate him. So, uh... <laughs> he's a clown. But, aside from that, any distinguishing uh, characters, characteristics, or whatever... He calls himself Mr. Cakewalk. Mr. Cakewalk? Okay. Well, well Helena is starting to understand why she feels a bit of a kinship with numbers at this point. Well, look, I ain't promising yeah. it's gonna be a cakewalk to find him. <laughs> but... Uh, if we hear successes. any she turns her head thinks looks back there's a very nice man up there who helped me get away I slipped him a message when he was paying his respects and he slipped him back and told me where to meet him. And I walked for hours through the woods. And got there. And he stuck me onto a train here. He knows. 
Where you been staying since you arrived? You've been wandering around in woods and stuff. You can't be uh, just hanging out in these public places when there's a guy after you. She fell in with the dandy early enough, says Sullivan. He's been keeping her safe. Okay, I was gonna put up my own place if she had nowhere to go. That's a weight off my shoulders. Uh... The weight I've held in his shoulders, too. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, what's in the basement? Uh, well, uh... Bulls and, uh... He looks over at Sullivan and... Looks over at Sullivan and Numbers. And he sighs. And he says... <sighs> okay. You know when I talk about how people disappear and go in the river? Turns out, putting them in the river ain't a good idea. Turns out sometimes they wash up and uh, the cops find them and they start asking questions. And I know so... That, Tommy, Tommy looks at him and nods and says, yeah, see, see. And so I, uh, well, let's say, uh, Tommy thinks for a moment. Okay. Well, I can, I can see where this is going. Rivers, uh, rivers, uh, well, you know, there's sea level. Okay. And the river is like underground and so is a basement. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you don't need to be looking down there right now. He says, putting an arm around Ember's shoulder. <laughs> I get the drift of how it's going. This is, yes, it does but pretty much fit the description of proper murder bars, so... I'm thinking, uh... If, uh, you come across anything more toward that here, then, you know, do let us know that I'd appreciate it per personally, and so would she, and... I think we'll be bidding you farewell. And she's like, what's he talking about? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> like I said, it ain't gonna be a cakewalk, but if we hear about this, Mr. Cakewalk, we will let you know. Thank you, she says. And Let's I... subtract ourselves from this here uh, emission. Equation. Equation. Yeah, that. He says, thank you kindly. Sorry for the mess. Money should cover the drinks. Have a good night. As they leave, Tommy just says, I'll be counting, remember. I'll be after you as if it ain't all there. From the back door, a penny flips through the air and lands vaguely in the direction of the bills, rolling around and settling with a walk. Yeah, that'll cover it, I think. Tommy counts through and he compares the money's been given to the booze they've taken and he shrugs and he says, eh... You know, I'll knock off a uh, knock off half of that bottle that's left, and yeah, we'll call it even. So, uh, you're not the most inconspicuous guy uh, on the best of days. Are you telling <laughs> us that you keep the corpses of everyone you kill in a basement in a bar? in the middle of the city. Well, see, uh, it ain't a bar, because no one comes here normally. Uh, 
It is in the middle oh, of the city. Oh, and you're splitting hairs. You do. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> and, uh... Well... See, you make it sound like a bad thing, only... Uh, you say bodies? Uh... Hmm. See, it gets slightly more complicated than that. You know what? I, uh... I was gonna save this for later, but, uh... After this discussion, I'm feeling a little bit, uh... Uncomfortable. Here, here's your, uh, here's your triangle back. Oh, thank and Sam you! Sam fishes around in his pocket and uh, brings out the little, uh, little black box that it sits in. Tommy's now, eyes genuinely light up as he sees it, and like an excited child, he takes it. And he says, oh, I really do appreciate this, Sam. You, you know, I, I've been... I've been really struggling and wondering when I'm gonna get this thing back, you know? It means a lot to me. And then he opens the box and he pulls out the little stick and he tings it once, twice. He says, oh, I miss that sound. Oh, you took so, you took such good care of her. Oh, you're a true friend, Sam. And I mean that, I do. I mean, from anybody else, this wouldn't even be repulsive. Uh, Sam notes to himself that he's probably safe from ending up in this basement at this point in time, exactly as he intended. <laughs> well, you're alive with the triangle. Outside, you can hear a car. You can hear a, two, a truck and a car starting up and winding away into the rain. So, business here is concluded. I say we still got time to go see what Lib wants with this, but. Uh, you guys got any thoughts on this, uh, clown, this Mr. Cakewalk? See, you know, I don't normally do this, but there's something about that gal numbers. Uh, she is genuinely, uh, enduring. No, no, I mean endearing to me. And you I stay want away from her, her, okay? Stay away from her? You stay away from her. What do you think I'm gonna do to her? You know, I got to... I got Raven over at the casino, and I ain't done anything to her. Uh, this is this is probably news to the Carterie. <laughs> no, not to Helena. Mm. Morgan seems surprisingly unsurprised. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I get it. It's the basement. Look! I ain't gonna put her in the help. basement! Look, it's not just the basement. It's... It's a lot of things. They all kind of... Uh... You know how Numbers talks about subtracting things? This kind of adds <laughs> things. Adds. That's when, uh... That's when there's more of them. Yeah, okay, I can understand that. But can we at least agree that we don't want this clown to find her? Well, it, uh, it sounds like she's in a lot of trouble. And uh, I gotta say, if the dandy is willing to put up protection on her, then the dandy must know something about him. And if the dandy's willing to put up protection, and then he must know that he's dangerous. I agree. And mobile. If... Uh, if there's any chance of him coming here to hurt her, then, yeah, he, he can clearly get around and get things done. I agree, and look, uh, you know, I know what it's like to be afraid of clowns, okay? So, 
you know, I just want to help her. And I'm thinking maybe, you know, when we've got a chance and we're not under the pump working for all these different people, maybe we put an ear or two to the ground and see what we can rustle up about this Mr. Cakewalk. We're about to go see somebody who knows all sorts of things, all sorts of things about all sorts of things. I don't know, she might not know about what's happening at Springfield, but hey, you know, word travels. And Morgan, I see you there, finishing mm -hmm. off that bottle. You're lucky Sullivan flung that extra penny under the door, otherwise I'd be asking you to pay up your cheapskate. You know, for somebody who isn't great with numbers, you sure know exactly how much people owe you. Yeah, that's, uh... Okay, touche. Touche. Uh... Hey, I ain't gonna argue with you. It comes part and parcel with the business I'm in, and, uh, when they don't give me what they owe, they end up in the basement. Alright, that... I've had enough. Yeah. That, I... I'm leaving. And... With that, we'll go ahead and fast forward to Lib's office. <laughs> Just as which was uh, the other piece of business tonight. As they're leaving and walking out of the Flanagan's bar towards the the Tin Lizzie, Tommy just turns to one of turns to the goon he's got out the front, and he says, <laughs> "Just to clarify." You cut them up before you put them in the river, right? You don't just dump them there. You cut them up, like I say. Of course, boss. Okay, good, because I don't want no complete bodies just lying around. Also, no, boss. get Chadley on the line, see if he's, uh, see if he can put his ear to the ground and rustle up a name for me, Mr. Cakewalk. Cakewalk? Like the menstrual shows? Yeah, something like that. Uh, look, yeah. Chadley's good at, you know... Finding places and sneaking around and then asking people questions. Just see see what he rustles up. Alright. Shit, man. My dad used to talk about menstrual shows. Uh, uh, ain't too many of those around here since the big war. Alright. I'll, I'll pass it on to Chadley. Sir. Now. Right. Libs. Long story short, you're let in without too much fuss and find yourselves in her office in fairly short order. And she's, uh, she sits, she nods, puts her derringer on the table as you come in, waits for the rest of you to complete your part of the ritual. Tommy. Clickety-clack and a thump, uh, Sam's pistol and crowbar drop onto the table. Tommy extracts his knuckles and just drops them down next to Sam's weapons. Yeah, Morgan there uh, unholsters his gun, puts it on the table. I don't know, does it feel the need to put a doctor's bag on the table? <laughs> <laughs> and Helena. The rest of them start talking with the lib, and we'll get to that in a second. But as you uh, settle back into one of the chairs, you glance over to find... A man standing in front of the fireplace. His clothes are dripping 
with water that seems to flow off him and ending. His skin is bluish white. And there's holes in his scalp that show slick bone where both flesh and hair have been torn away. He's standing there with his arms behind his back and you can see that his fingers, the flesh is receding from them, leaving skeletal fingertips. Is it... Do they look like fresh injuries, or does it look like a Nosferatu kind of situation? There's no blood. Right. Morgan, roll me your uh, own since the Unseen, would you? Yep. Depending on how that goes, I'll tell you what I do. That's another two. <laughs> Not quite enough. Helena, what do you do? I think Helena's Anything? going to walk over to him and sort of try and say hello check that everything's okay but not like make a th- make a scene of it just sort of do it subtly alright you start making your way toward the fireplace there's a small fire going in there mostly hidden behind the grate you get the feeling it's for the show your beast still grumbles a bit as you approach and as you do you get there the man's head slowly turns and you see the front of his face there are no eyes, only whole, only empty sockets. Oh my gosh! Bone, and you see fish swimming inside his head. He opens his mouth, and water oozes out, and a few, and an eel pokes its head out, tongue-like, as he considers you. Helena would. Uh, sort of jump back, startled. Okay. In the meantime, Liv's like, thank you for coming. I know it's short order. I know it's short order. I need this done tonight. He needed it quickly and quickly and efficiently, and is something wrong? She says, looking to Helena, as Helena's like, I have a feeling that it would be difficult for Helena, like, Helena might not pick up that she's being addressed. Do you want me to roll anything for that? No, 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 it's entirely your call. Uh, yeah, Helena doesn't doesn't notice. Helena, the figure steps forward toward you, water sheeting from it as it raises its hands in supplication toward you. The mouth moves, but you hear no words. And you're realizing as it steps away from the fire that you can see the fire vaguely through. I think Helena is just kind of going to be a bit entranced by this. This is the first time she's ever really experienced something like this, at least awake. Um, And I think she might actually lean in and go to take its hand. Your it, You try to take its hand... And for a second, your own is chilled as it passes through a cold spot in the air. 
The figure kind of looks at you, looks to its hand. Shakes its head sadly. Then returns to the fire. Well. Alright. Says Lib. Anyway. Time for that later. <sighs> Time for I think that At this later. point, Helena would recognize that she had been being talked to and uh, turn around to face Lib. Yeah, uh, sorry, I. I was just trying to talk to this gentleman here. We're alone in here. And uh, if Helena were to turn back, would she still see him? Gone. Ah. Uh, like, there was nothing uh, there at all. Uh, I. Uh, I, 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 I'm, 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 uh, sorry, uh, nothing, uh, what, what, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. I trust you'll stay more focused for this task, says Lib. Yeah, yes, of course, uh, and she wanders back over to join them. When you leave here in the back, there will be three crates. Please take note, they'll be stamped with serial numbers and invoice and have paper invoices attached. I'm going to need you to go to a newspaper distribution center, find the crates with the invoices and numbers that match, and swap them out. I don't want anyone being the wiser for this. I don't want anyone killed. Sam flash like uh, Sam initially is looking quizzically at Helena, a little bit concerned. Maybe the stress is getting to her. But at the at the statement of that, he flashes Tommy like a steely, uncomfortable like stare, looking directly into his eyes. Okay, nobody ends up in no basement. What's in be the best? What's in the crates? Newspapers. Anything interesting in the funnies or the obits? I'll tell you in a few days. Tommy nods. Alright. I try and make sure nobody ends up in the basement. It would be best for you if, you if nobody saw you, but... Ultimately... That's on you if they do. Yeah, Helena and I are good at that. We can uh, do this to your very stringent specifications. Uh, Sam anyway. um at Lib. Uh, if we're going to find out in a few days, I assume uh, we won't be finding out through you, will we? Actually, you will. If you do this successfully, then I'll need you again tomorrow. Yeah, you got it. I mean, That's I would have found out point. through you anyways, because I only read the funnies and the old bits. If you do this successfully, then any one of you who does not have an outstanding boon with me will get a minor one. 
Anyone who has an outstanding minor boon will have it raised to a moderate. Does that sound fair? Sounds fair to Tommy. Of course. Sounds reasonable for a night's work. No problem. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this right now. Uh, we ain't got nothing else on. But in the back of his mind, Tommy's aware that his sire will be paying a visit either tonight or tomorrow night. He just wants to get this done as quickly as possible so he can get back to the casino and hopefully catch him. You showed up You showed up late enough that actually this is a good time. Tomorrow's newspaper should have already arrived, so the boxes you'll need to swap should be there already. Once you get the other box, once you get the bo original boxes, go ahead and dump them in the river or wherever. Okay, uh, just so we know, dumping them in the river, uh, the basement at Flanagan's only has finite space. So you have to specify, do you want them in the river, as in the water river, or do you want them in the uh, river? So to speak. Tommy, what are you talking I don't know about? how to break this to you, but she doesn't know about your basement. She means the actual water river. Okay, okay, good. Because, you know, I, <laughs> I put a bunch of newspapers in there. Ain't gonna be much room for anything else. So long as they're not found, or just destroy the invices or, and make sure the crates are scattered. That's fine. How big are these crates? Are we uh, gonna need some special transportation for these, or uh, can we just carry them in on foot? They should be carryable, but they're heavy. Each one contains about a neighborhood's worth of papers. Hi. Uh, all right. Yeah. We should probably bring a truck or something. Make a mm. couple of trips. Morgan gets on his horse, and you get on your bike. We can stash him in the back of Tin Lizzie, need be. I mean, it works for me. Before we go, Lib, uh... You still in the uh, information trading game? Always. Some of you have. I got uh, some. outstanding. If you want to change them in, or if you have something useful. I got some info for you. Uh, I know you and uh, the Seneschal uh, Rachel ain't on the uh, best of terms right now. So I thought it would uh, interest you to know that uh, she is currently taking a gangrel by the name of Grace under her wing, and we've been tasked with finding out who young Grace's sire is, and then Tommy divulges what they've learned so far, including the identity of Grace's sire. Well, says Lip, that is useful. She pulls out her ledger, then hesitates. I could pay you back on it right now and tell you about him. I don't care about that guy. I want you to pay me back in a very specific way. I asked you about the followers of Set, and you said you knew a cat burglar in town? I do. Put me in touch with and that. I'll Actually, there's no charge, and I'll owe you a minor boon, because he wants to get in touch with you. Ah, my reputation precedes me. Yes. <laughs> she says, information about you has gotten out, Mr. Hinton. 
in that case, as you are uh, in cahoots with this uh, Sethite, and uh, you ain't trying to get him killed or nothing, Tommy reaches into the hem of his suit and pulls out his unk. You know what this is? I'm familiar. So just so as you know, I's one of them too. Slides it back into yes. his pinstripe suit. As I said, information about you has gotten out, Mr. Hinn. Hmm. Well, I don't mind that so much. So long as uh, it's all hearsay and rumors. There are rumors are coin among our kind. Thank you for the information about Rufus. I shall mark that down as a minor boon for you. I'll catch it in at some point in the future. She nods. All right. Grace, not your Grace. Grace will have the uh, crates for you at the back of the house. If there are no more questions, she consults her pocket watch. Uh, one more question. Uh, how far across town is this place? The Dayton Daily News Distribution Center is uh, down off of 3rd. Technically Sutton's territory, but... Uh, I don't... I am unaware of any kindred interests in that particular building. Things go off without a hitch, you'll never know where they're. Yeah, just as well. I ain't a big fan of Sutton anyway. He is a rather polarizing person. Irish guy, Sullivan, him, I starting to like. Sutton? Eh, jewelry's out. Jewelry. <laughs> jewelry. Yeah, you know. When the judge wears the necklace and then he... Pops open the little locket, and it has the piece of paper that says guilty or not guilty. You know, of all people, Tommy, I actually would have thought you would have had some experience with cord. Hey, I ain't ever stood before a jewelry, I tell you that much. Yeah, well, the night's well, let's so young, you continue fellas. that streak. So Tommy has no other no. business. I guess Sam doesn't have any business either. All He's right. pretty keen to get on with the job and get this fucking over and done with. She leans back. Once you finish it, report back. I'll have further instructions. And thank you. Tommy tips his hat. Steps outside, and as he makes his way down to where Tin Lizzie is, he taps out another cigar and lights it. And fails his hunger check, goes up to hunger three. You know, this is a pale imitation of what you truly want, Tommy. Why do you suffer for the vices of mortals when you could sup upon the blood of gods? Oh, I intend to. <laughs> Just not right <laughs> now. Your 
beast Royal's not quite happy with the answer. No need tending to it, son. But you do. A lot of you drive across town without too much trouble. The rain coming down in slow and steady sheets. The crates are... Hmm. About a meter by a meter. They're pretty big. Eh. Enough newspapers mm. for... Each one can, should contain enough newspapers for several blocks. Could get one in the back seat, but I see what you mean. He's pretty big. Tell you what, if we uh, have to, if we I... spring across town quickly, we can uh, bring my truck. It's mostly had animals in it, but uh, there's plenty of room for a couple of crates. You you think it'll it'll be able to fit all these, or will we need to make more than one trip? Uh, with, uh, with my vehicle? Yeah, we can do it in one. Okay. I'm, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, you do have the backspace for it. I was gonna suggest getting in touch with the other guy I know. Uh, the, the guy who gave us the uniforms for that little music gig we did. I was sure he could rustle up a big truck, but if you think yours will get the job done, then let's hop to it. All right. All right, if we swing past my place, I'll, uh, uh, uh start it up and uh, follow you back here. Let's do it. As you go, Helen and Morgan, go and roll me a wits plus auspects, will you? Yes, Plus sir. die for blood potency if you're Morgan. Yeah. Some uh, fine. Any stuff going on tonight. Fine. <laughs> Ghost everywhere. Yeah, Can I get above a two? No, exactly two. <laughs> God's sake. Morgan. At least I waited. You're sweetly oblivious. Helena. As you go, you can't say why, but you're feeling uneasy. That's near. <laughs> and more than usual. And as you pass by the streetlights, occasionally the raindrops on the window flicker red. Red like blood fallen from the sky. Oh, good. And as the wind occasionally gusts and blows rain in through the sides of the Model T. The droplets that hit your skin seem to seep into you and heat your blood instead of cooling it. it was to an uncomfortable. I think that's the last time Helena doesn't say anything about this. How do you reach? Sam's place without too much trouble. Get the car, get the truck out of the backyard, switch over to it, switch the boxes over there. Which is good. They really were kind of filling the Model T to the point where some of you had to ride on the running boards. And, uh, before too long, you're headed downtown again. You get to the shipping facility. 
you get to the distribution center to find it buzzing with activity. This is past midnight by now. This is getting on toward like uh, one or two o'clock. It's people are preparing for the day because well, they need their, the good people. They need their news. And so shipments of the Dane Daily News, shipments of other papers are coming in, being sorted. There are uh, pretty much trucks being unloaded. The train tracks just across the way. There's a train car being with crates being shipped in and out. Empty crates being shipped out and full crates being shipped in. You can see uh, people gambling as they go. It's not a huge amount. There's maybe a dozen people walk walking around the uh, building, which has a loading bay door open and a couple of double doors open. The things being run down from the trucks outside. Nobody gives you a second look as you go down little ways and pull off to park. So I'm thinking, uh, maybe me and maybe Helena sneak inside, all invisible, find the crates that Lib wants gone, and start to deal with those. And Morgan and Sam, you deal with getting all these crates in the back here, inside the center. Uh, from outside, in the van and in the um, uh, Tommy's car, can we see any place that would very easily get us into where all the crates are stored? Like a, like a news outlet, that. like a vehicle outlet center or something. Alright. Sounds like a Witzblitz Streetwise. Or Larceny. Oh, they're about the same. Um, I've actually theater. got two in Larceny. Yes, so is Tommy. <laughs> If that helps. Your misspent youth. Yeah, you could give it a shot. Alright, my misspent having to feed myself without being awful. Dice are not with me today. Just was only two successes. I got six. Me. So Helen has got it. Damn. Alright, what were we rolling then? <laughs> you start looking around, and the trick is that the lower levels are all pretty well in use but you notice that at some point the fire escape got dropped it's a very modern building fire escapes are still fairly new the fire escape got dropped which you know building full of pre-processed wood pulp this is a place to put them if you want the fire escape got dropped and never put back up and aside from somebody coming out to the side of the alley to smoke every now and then there's it's relatively unguarded. Goes up to the second floor. Well, the door is shut and you're uncertain if it's locked. There are a number of open windows. The push-out kind that rain's kind of sheeting off of. Somebody, somebody's probably could wiggle through there without too much trouble. Yeah, there's always a trick to these things. It would be tricky to get a box through. You could do it maybe if you were careful. That'd be through the window, wouldn't it, though? Not... 
Yeah, say Lib said doors, she didn't want us to be seen. The open doors down below are all in use. There's people coming yeah. and going. There's, there's a guy, like, holding him occasionally when people are coming in. So getting through one of those would be tricky. How seriously do we want to take Lib's instruction to not be seen? Uh, Sam will be taking that very seriously. Uh, Helena is naturally inclined that way anyway. So. Yeah. Because if, if she... If we weren't inclined to follow it, this would be very simple. This would just be find whoever's in charge and dominate or presence them into swapping the crates. Hey, the newspaper just put out some corrected editions. Don't release those ones. Take these ones instead. But of course, we'd be seen if we did that. Uh, I could mark. And lipstick. And Lib said it would be basically up, up to you if you wanted to do that, but it would probably be better if you weren't seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it would be Morgan was, if you... Yeah, Morgan was basically at this point, like, prepared to just be waiting at the car. Because he's like, cool, I can sneak, but I can't turn invisible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not impossible, just uh, risky. Because Tommy's yeah. inclination naturally would be to just walk straight up and tell them to swap the crates but he also wants to follow the instructions so <laughs> anyone who wants can roll me an intelligence plus street yep on it yep I'll roll it. I'll probably not get anything, but I'll roll it. Three successes yeah, for Tommy. One success. Three from me as well. Uh, oh, you'll never guess. Another two. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> matter what the pull is. It's always two. Yeah. Two was about what you needed. Sam, you're simple, simple country man at heart. It's like this rhythm is a little too frenetic for your liking. The rest of you realize, okay, it's pretty busy now. But the train car is pulled up now. It's probably going to get less busy once the train rolls away. And once they get... Uh, basically, as things go on, it's probably going to be less and less activity. So waiting mm. could pay dividends, but at some point, the, the sun's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. And they're got pr probably going to shove off at some point before dawn, but... Yeah, you know. So things might not be ideal right now. Could be better later, but there's always that risk of ticket clock. Do we get a sense? Can we get a sense of like how many people there appear to be? Like, is it double digits, triple digits, sort of thing? Or yeah, thanks to the rain, they're not really paying too much attention to the outside, so you're easily yeah. able, able to see through the doors. And uh, yeah, there's about two. It looks all told there's about two dozen people. It's a two-story warehouse kind of set up daily, and there's about a dozen people inside sh schlepping things around. There's a dozen people outside moving things in and out, and they rotate smoke breaks here and there. Hmm. Yeah, so they'd probably notice if one of us would have just take one, knock one of them out, take their clothes. Yeah. Well, waiting is a very tight game. Tommy doesn't want to spend yeah. the day in the trunk of the Model T. 
So I'm going to suggest that Tommy would like to sneak in into the distribution center and locate the crates that they're actually swapping out so that when there's a lull in activity, we know exactly where to go. Yeah, some reconnaissance would be a great idea. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Are you firing up the blood of the gods? I am, and I... on your natural talent? No, I did not get hungrier this time, so Tommy good. steps out of the Model Close. T and into a nearby patch of shadow and fades away. And for a second, the rain drops to have a Tommy-sized outline, but then it's gone, as the obfuscate does its job. And you make your way inside, yeah. None of them amazingly have all specs. Hmm. Although as you go, you see a tired-looking dog off to the side and kind of raise its head, then kind of get a little shake of its ears, then go back down, like like some kind of basset hound mix, stubby little legs. And you're in among there. If you still had the blush of life going and it smelled like, you're pretty sure it smelled like sawdust and pulp and all things papery. There are just stacks and stacks of crates in a series of motions and there's a foreman kind of walking around with a clipboard directing crews. Okay, okay, we'll need that one there, we'll need that one there. The periodicals go over there. No, 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 no. Fuck, put those back. Those are Wednesdays. Don't you dare. This is for Tuesday. Tuesday, people. And it's hard to say whether his crew is really listening to him or just like putting on the faces that say yeah eh, and getting about getting about with it. And but you are looking for the appropriate crates, so I'd like you to go and roll me resolve plus either academics or investigation. Resolve plus investigation. Tommy will rouse the blood on this one to rouse his resolve. Let's see how that goes then. One success. Lucky, lucky man. That gives us three successes altogether, but I'm going to spend a willpower and turn it into Mm. four successes. With four successes, it takes you half an hour, but you find two of the crate. One of the crates is fairly easy to get to by the looks of it. It's over by the side entrance next to the fire escape. And it's by the edge of things in a little alley. You could just probably schlep the crate through the door, scoop it out and be gone before anyone noticed, if you're quick enough. Another crate is in the center of the main floor. In the bunch of pallets that make a little pile around it. And the main thing there is that people seems to be coming and going past it at a pretty good clip. The third one takes them an investigation and it's off by itself in a section that doesn't look too often touched, but it's up on the catwalks. Mm. So you need to get to the second floor. Getting to the second floor shouldn't be a problem, but getting it down might be. So, Tommy's actually going to sneak up to the foreman. 
All right, all right. How are we looking for Van Buren? Okay, they got enough down there. That's not a problem. Why are you making the 43rd is late? <laughs> Fucking people down at the station just think they can. As soon as he's, he's in, with people. As soon as he's in range, and assuming he still can't see Tommy, Tommy's yeah. going to gaze into the man's eyes and no louder than a whisper say crate there on the catwalk get him to bring it down here now tommy you will be ha have to become visible to do this exerting dominate is using your force of will hmm yeah i was However, banking on time it perfectly yeah, he has to be able to make eye contact. Yeah, he does, yes. does have to see. Now, if you, now if you time mm. it well, you can flicker in, say it, and then spend more blood to re-engage it. Yeah, I'm going to attempt that. All right. Well, the good news is, he's mortal. He's unsuspecting. And what was your order again? Get them to bring the crate from the catwalk down here onto the floor. Well, that sounds simple. That's easy with the... He's enough to do the compel, and he's like, Oh, go ahead. Hey! And he turns around, You! You lot, go ahead and get the crate! And I'd like you to roll me... Two things. First, a stealth plus a wits to pick the moment when you can do this without anyone else seeing the four man, because he's just kind of out in the center of things. Yep. Let's see... That's four successes. And another rouse check to go ahead and, and go invisible again. Here comes the rouse check. And that's a success. Tommy stays at hunger three. <laughs> and when, Lucky. The, when Lucky the order is the imparted, he just steps back into the shadows, ducks behind a crate and fades away again. All right. And uh, it gives the orders like, and who the fuck are... Okay, we got it, boss. Hey. Leave it. I'll, I'll figure this out. He shakes his head. Need a fucking new job. <sighs> the crate is over by the side door. With the first. Alright. I'm assuming Tommy returns with his yep. information. Tommy leaves, returns to the others at the truck, and informs them of what has happened. Uh... In the time that Tommy has been in uh, the building, spending that half an hour doing whatever, um, Sam has attempted to pry open one of the crates and see what's in the newspapers. One Ooh. of your crates? One of our crates, yes. Uh. He's very curious, you see. Okay. Copy after copy of the Wall Street Journal, tomorrow's edition. And if you like, you can roll me an investigation plus wits to notice something. Oh, he would very much like to do that. <laughs> Alright, let's see if I can get a roll higher than two for this entire session. There you go, a three! That's, that's better. You notice something. Sam, after reviewing it, Tommy's in there a while, while. Tommy's in there for like half an hour. You got plenty of time to read the newspaper by the streetlight. 
And you notice that when you get to the stock reports, the typeset is just slightly different. Ah, I see. Right, she's making a power move. And something in your blood is like, let's see. You feel your beast just a bit. Oh, he loves knowing things. He really does. Uh, and he quickly uh, stuffs it back inside the crate exactly as it was and uh, puts the lid back down exactly as it was as well. In fact, Sam, you may remind me, the next time you have a messy critical or bestial failure, you may ignore it. This Ooh, section. fantastic. You have sated your blood. Temporarily. All right. Tommy gets back with his report. And that, the rest of you notice as this wraps up, the train moves out and a couple of the guys who are working things kind of stag, kind of head off, say their goodbyes, put on caps and disappear into the rain. And Tommy returns. Tommy describes exactly where the crates are to the best of his ability. And then he says, obviously antsy, looking around. Okay, uh, you uh, get started uh, while we're waiting for the, the, the activity to die down. Uh, I got a, I got some business to take care of. And he's got his eye on one of the workers who is knocking off for the night and leaving the vicinity. They cut out from the herd. All right. Okay. Do you guys wish to make a move now, or do you want to wait a bit for Tommy to return, or for more people to leave if it's something else to happen? Uh, we should probably at least wait for Tommy to get back, but no more than that. We'll be cutting it really fine. All right. Uh, Tommy will make Tommy. this quick. All right. Uh, does this? What? Uh, just, as we're waiting, does this? Like, can I get a sense of like, does this seem to be a lot of like rats or anything like that around this area? downtown date. Of course mm. there's fucking rats. Yeah. All over. The rain, the rain's probably keeping most of them around in, but you're definitely see with your skills, you're definitely seeing marks and uh mm. places and yeah, that dumps that bin over there. Mm. Probably got mm. quite a few. Yeah, the more just sort of like Probably somewhat casually, it's just like I could try and call us in some rats to work as a distraction for those who are left. Gonna need a lot of rats to pull that off. I'm sure there's enough. <laughs> Actually, in this instance, Sam will help specifically. Uh, his pearl wisp is in. Uh, maneuvering rats would probably come in quite handy. Two fair whispers combined. Well, now. Yeah. So, what I'd like yeah. the both of you to do is go ahead and roll me manipulation plus animalism plus one die for Morgan because, you know, his blood is badass. And, yeah. Tommy, what's your approach on this uh, lone worker? So, I'm just going to follow him casually at first. It doesn't matter if he sees me. This is a All public right. places, and um, 
<laughs> he's gonna wait until this guy's relatively far, relatively out of the ways, out of earshot, out of sight, mm-hmm. and then he's just gonna clear his throat and get the guy's attention. Can I help you, buddy? Oh, uh, look, I, uh, I gotta get home. I, uh, I spent too much time, uh, in one of the speakeasies, and my wife's gonna kill me if I don't get home before sunrise. But, uh, you know, someone, uh, someone took my wallet, and I, I don't got it's any money to, uh, I don't got any money for uh, the, the fair. I'd say this is a manipulation plus persuasion or sub and a couple subterfuge. This is a straight up. It is. However, knock off a die because there's something about you, Tommy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, friend, you got you got a penny so I can get myself home. Um, Man eighty five has its downsides. Let's see if this is one of those times. Manipulation subterfuge. Minus one. Alright. This is not gonna be good at all. Let us see, because I've only got a dice pool of two. Mm. Messy critical four successes. Because <laughs> that's entirely like- hunger dice. Well, sure, buddy. I've got your penny right. <laughs> Rain muffles his screams as you find your beast grabbing hold of you in a moment of this and uh, you're down there and blood is pattering from his throat to wash into the rain he believed you for what it's worth yeah that's and actually bad for Tommy <laughs> are you knocking oh. off before he's dead that's my question um, yeah to- Tommy will knock off before he's dead when he holds out the penny, Tommy realizes he shouldn't kill this guy, because... Well, this guy... This guy had a penny on him. He was going to give Tommy what he asked for. This is not an unpaid debt, so he doesn't want to push his luck. So he takes enough to reduce his hunger to one. And then, as the guy stands pale in the moonlight, Tommy's just gonna clench his fist with his knuckles and... Whack! Knock him clean out. Go ahead and give me a strength plus brawl. Three successes and you'll get him in his weekend dazed state. That is... Get too many and there might be problems though. Three successes. It is? Three successes. You pop him right on the snoot, Tommy. And he goes down like Polak's deer. So Tommy will add a stain because this is against his pay exclusion. And he was not out of money. He had more than enough money on him. Tommy's going to add a stain. And the blood mixing in the rain is going to haunt you, Tommy. Tommy shivers in the rain as... He starts to... Hmm. He starts to undo the man's belt buckle and undresses him. Okay. And Make it looked like he was robbed. Oh, putting on his clothes. Yeah. 
when he returns to the others, it takes them a second, just a second, because Tommy still stands out. He's got that look about him, thanks to his low humanity. He's now wearing the worker's uniform. It was not well lit in there, Tommy. It is possible you could fake it. Meanwhile, but what does Tommy come back to? What did you guys get on your rat summoning rolls? Uh, Sam got two. Morgan? I, yeah, Morgan also got a two. It's an eye for twos from you, sir. Yeah. You return and there's about a dozen rats gathered by your model T, kind of when I was like holding up a little bit of newspaper to stop the rain from getting off on him. But they're looking up at you, awaiting their orders. Alright, cowboy. What's the plan? Well, I was thinking we just send the rats in, and when the people come running out, then we can head in. Straight onto the main floor, where everyone is. Does anyone have two dots of streetwise? Uh, no. I do not. Tommy does, Helena might. but he's yeah, out doing might. his thing. Yeah, um, Helena you... doesn't have streetwise. Well, they were waiting for you to get back, so Tommy can tell you right now that it'll take more than a dozen rats to kind of get people to run out. Mm. Unless they start attacking people, in which case, yeah, yeah, that might happen. But if a whole bunch of rats come up, people will probably try to scatter them or stop them. Yeah, over. yeah, they're, they're used to that. But, you know, mm. maybe you can tie some of them together, get, you know, some rat kings going. That might spook them a bit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, get some, get some of those going. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to you in their past? What made you like this? <laughs> <laughs> a, a Catholic upbringing. <laughs> Sam feels a bit dejected and doesn't really want to tie the rats together. Um, <laughs> so he comes up with another idea. Alright, what if we scout ahead and uh, if we catch anybody on their own, we send them all after them. One by one, just kind of flush them out. One man versus twelve versus twelve rats isn't gonna go down so well for him. I'd panic, personally. Come on, don't make me tie him up. Just saying. I saw a bunch of rats all tied together—a rat thing coming out of the woodwork. I'd probably turn and run in the other direction. They, they, if they were just tied together, they would just run away from each other. Yeah, I don't think it works like you think it does, Tommy. Oh, so what's with the new ghetto? Oh, I uh, yeah, noticed when I was in there, it wasn't well lit, you know, really dim. You can't really get a look at people's faces. So I thought maybe just in case I would, uh, in case I needed to, you know, tell someone to get a shake on or something. Uh, this is getting complicated. I don't think this is gonna work. Red King or no, I, I don't think we got it. Do you want to go for more? 
I didn't realize that was an option. Yes, definitely. You'd have to rouse the bullet again. That's fine. Get some of those yeah, big, dirty, gray, dog-sized rats if you can find them. Uh, Sam does not get hungrier. Yeah. That's manipulation uh, animalism, right? Sure is. I'm sorry, what kind of dog are we talking about? No, no, not a dog. A dog-sized well, rat. Yeah, but... You can go charisma plus animalism if you prefer. Uh, I already rolled. That's an under three. <laughs> All right, three. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is Mr. Morgan playing along? Like, like a doctor. Yeah, no, that's just... a great thing. I got hungrier again, so I'm back. I'm after hundred three. <laughs> yep. Here we are again. They're going to be running when they come out. Says the crazy woman. Easy enough to hunt one. Mm. That'll be difficult to resist. Uh. Okay, well, this will be interesting. Uh, messy critical four. Ooh. <laughs> so you turn around, you, Sam. You got another six or seven rats and some really impressive old sewer ones boiling out of a grate. And it's like, okay, now we've got good sewer. Then you turn around and Morgan standing on the roof of the Model T, like denting the canvas, arms outstretched. And there's six, you said? Yeah. There's a uh, small wave of rats four, surging out from the storm drains, easily about like 40 or 50. Holy shit, and, I think I'm and more as you watch, And as you watch... No, no, that would, that would require a bunch of us to be tied to Morgan, and I don't think as I, I do, want that. And as you watch, Morgan, caught in the throes of something, gestures toward the building, and this seething, roiling crowd of rats seems to grow angrier and angrier as surges forward and rushes forward. The rats use them, and we are like... Uh, Sam, Sam communicates with them very quickly, and is basically just like, go with, do whatever it is they're doing, just follow them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Tommy's gonna run along with the rats, waving his arms and shouting as loud as he can. Ah, shit, they all came out of the sewers! Ah, there's a hundred rats! Run for your lives! <laughs> so... It's stat going wild. Jesus. Given how many dots of rats have been summoned... I'm not going to make you roll. There is yelling. There is chaos. You see, Tommy, you see rats leaping onto people and attempting to gnaw them to bits. And, you know, people are running around, slapping. A couple of people are picking up crates and smashing them on rat to smash rats. It's chaos. Ah, they're going to the eat us all. Run away. I'm pretty sure I saw a couple of them tied together, too. Ah! <laughs> Actually, do roll me a manipulation plus intimidation or... <laughs> uh, manipulation plus it's too good not to get it. We're all going here. <laughs> that will be four successes. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They about, about half the workers scattered. Jesus, Joseph, Mary. A few others are like holding the ground. The foreman is like, 
Oh god, not again! He's up on the crate, grabbing a broom and like flailing around for all he's worth. All so. I did was take a leak in the sewer grate and they came pouring out! <laughs> Alright. So. I'm going to guess that the rest of you want to take this distraction, go in and plant some boxes, remove some boxes, yeah? Definitely. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we should probably split up. Somebody look for the other two boxes, wherever they are, and the remaining two swap out the boxes that um, well, we know to, the location of. Yeah, thanks to Tom. There are three boxes to be swapped, and thanks to Tommy, you know all their locations. So Tommy's so, going to watch... In the oh, chaos, three, okay. Yeah. So there, I'm guessing one crate for each of you, since they are kind of bulky. Yeah. Nobody's really got bones. Would there be so, any workers left in the actual building? The two by the side... Yeah, but they're kind of busy. The two by the sides are the easiest. But the one in the central floor, there's a good risk of being spotted, even with the chaos going on. Yeah, so... So, so Tommy's who wants gonna... to tackle the central floor? Well, Tommy's idea is that in the chaos, he slips inside... And he's dressed as a worker, and they can't really see his face. And he's just gonna get the attention of the two guys in there and go, Ah, help me get these pallets out of the way. There's been some sort of mix-up with these crates. We gotta swap them out. We let these get out in the neighborhood. We're gonna offend some guy in one of those big mansions. He's gonna come down on all our jobs. Oh, Tommy's a bit busy going, Ah, rats, yeah, that's get right. run for your yeah. lives! <laughs> so, you're kind of tied up at the minute. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. who who is taking the middle crate? That's what I want to know. The middle one's a bit the work is near it, right? Yeah, but it's also surrounded in The middle one's out in the, the one that's most out in the open. The two by the side yeah. should be easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy. Uh, I figure Helena could mask as a worker and right. uh, take yeah, I was that. Say, maybe one of the ones in Doss right. Fiscade or something should go for that one. Alright. <laughs> okay, Helena, go and rouse your blood. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't get hungrier. Okay, yeah, no movie tonight, guys. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> She's got very good luck with that. I will go ahead and make this simple. Thanks to the rats and Tommy, there is no roll for the side boxes. You just slip in through the side door, swap out the crates, and get clear back to the truck. But Helena, I'd... what's your strength, by the way? Ah, uh, two. Okay, that's fine. No roll necessary. It's heavy, <laughs> but you know, you got it. You get in there posing as a worker, and I will need a dexterity plus athletics. To go ahead and Indiana Jones style swap the crate and sneak (laughs) out of there with it. Uh, Two successes. Is this worth pushing? You only uh, needed two, thanks to the chaos. You got it. I'll let you know that. Yeah, in the midst of things, Tommy, you see a uh, nondescript worker come in, beeline toward one of the crates, kind of glance around, drop the box there. They came in with swap it, then just kind of skitter out. Yeah. That'd be Dollface doing her thing. I mean, ah, shit, there's a rat king coming, despite the fact they're tied together, it's coming right for me. It's like all seven of them want want to go in the same direction. 
Is anyone at Hunger 4 by any chance? Uh, no, Sam's still no. at Hunger 1. Alright. You notice the rats are getting in some good bites. And uh, it's gotten so bad that somebody has actually gotten one of the crank fire extinguishers out and is covering them in like asbestos and whatever <laughs> else the hell they had in those sprays. <sighs> and scat- yeah. scouting other ones against them. There are other people who are like covered in blood and gore and tails and wiggling bits. Because they're just uh, stomping and like. <sighs> and the foreman's up there. You laughed when I told you to get stick fighting training. Well, but look what me now, huh, boys? It's a team building exercise, you fuckers. Well, all right. Uh, in the chaos, do any of them like run off alone down an alleyway or something? Yes. Yes. Yes, they totally do. A few people are like, "Fuck it." Job ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah. This economy is great. I can find another job. And yeah. Morgan, are you giving in to your instinct to hunt? Yeah, Morgan disappears for a moment after one of them. <laughs> Rock on. Make matters simple. Give me a uh, dexterity plus athletics to hit him off for the pass. Uh... Dude. What is this? My athletics. Oh. Uh, oh, that is four successes. Okay. He runs for his life, stops to pant, and then straightens up, and his shoulders kind of rebound into your chest. He's Slowly he starts to turn, but by then your fangs are in his neck. Long story short, you're only at hunger three, right? Yeah. There you go. You leave him dazed and in the alleyway going, oh, rats, rats got me. Rats, no, no, not my rats. <laughs> None the wiser. Um. Down to hunger one. I don't believe you got any prey exclusions, so that. Uh, no. Nope. A lot of you reconvene oh, yeah. at the model at the air vehicles and buzz off into the night. The job well done. We'll fast forward back to Lib after you dispose of the papers. She nods, pulls out her le- ledger, as you describe what you went through. I'm assuming. Yeah, we probably uh, don't mention the rats. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably best not to, I think. Alright, okay. so the it only ones to describe you are disguised. That's good. That's good. Distraction? To be expected, that place is busy up until about four or five. Mm. Alright, the news has to go through. She reaches into a ledger and marks everything up, then closes it. Wednesday. Two nights from now. That's when I'll need you. For the fall. She stands, walks over to the wall, pulls a key from it and considers it before slipping it into her bodice. 
Wednesday night I'll need you to accompany me to Elysium. To guard me. You don't need us to play music though, right? What? No. Ah, shame. I was looking forward to getting that old sax back again. Well, you're going to have to get me there in one piece, though. It won't be easy. I'm so being when you hunted. say uh, to Elysium, you literally mean to Elysium, not staying around at Elysium, protecting you from somebody there. It's Elysium. I'll be safe while I'm there. I would like you to accompany me back, though. Alright, get you there in one piece, get you home in one piece. I'm sure we can handle that, right? Yeah, seems easy enough. Does this have to do with that other group we talked about last time? Yes. Hmm. I'm being... Somebody is contracted with the dead man's party to hunt me. I believe, after what you've told me, that it's Rachel. get you there and back uh, maybe have some of my guys uh, have Chadley uh, keep an eye on things street wise and then in Elysium we'll hang around maybe keep an ear out see what everyone's saying about you but we ain't expecting an attack during Elysium that's a public place I don't expect it'll fall there, but I'll see. She won't like what I have to say. Hmm. Maybe tap my other guy for some extra vehicles. Vacuum full of my guys. We can have a full convoy. I would advise caution. The dead man's party are very effective, so don't bring anyone you're not afraid to lose. Yeah, most of them can't read, so, uh, you know, ain't like it's hard to replace them. Anyway, she says checking her watch. You've got about a day, a night to prepare. I will say that the mob is tomorrow, down at the Grand Theater. The Anarchs may have some information about them that I don't. Turns out Maybe we got an invitation a of that, so, uh... If you wanted to do some legwork to figure things out, that might not be a bad idea. See what you can learn about them. They've been concealing themselves from me. Things have been too quiet in that direction. I'll go ahead and pass on to my associate that you want to meet with him. She nods at Tommy. Does anyone else want a boon cash now? And as she mentions timetables and schedules, it also occurs to you that... Uh, the thing the mage wanted you to look into, the Ku Klux Klan meeting, that's tomorrow night as well. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we might have time to go to the mob and check that out, but if all else fails, we could always split up. I'm not sure about the others, but Tommy would like to try and, um, uphold his end of the bargain to the magic man. Well, Sizzlib, 
none of you has any questions or any information you want right now. I think our business is concluded for this night. Thank you. Tommy tips his hat. Anna, by the way, has uh, less than no... uh, It feels less than no obligation towards the magic man, but uh, she also isn't a fan of the Clue Clock Clank. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, you're an anarch type. Do these uh, mob rant things, they tend to go all night, don't they? Yeah. Would I have any idea? Thing is, this is a different different place. Um. Give me a uh, call it a wits plus awareness. Yeah, call it that. Just to kind of stack together what you've seen at other places. Yeah. Or politics, you could. Yeah, you don't do politics. Uh, Three successes. So most mobs are, though they don't like to admit it, and it's a while before they'll be called rants. <laughs> Most anarch proceedings you've seen are basically parties where people get together and uh, some people stay late, others do their business and leave early. But generally, there'll be somebody there till the wee hours of the night. Hmm. Yeah. As it's one of the yeah. few places anarchs can get together without, well, the risk of anarchy, ironically mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, so we should have more than enough time, I think, to check out this Ku Klux Klan thing and uh, still turn up at the mob so that Mr. Movie Star here, he gestures towards Sam, can uh, make his uh, big appearance. Sam isn't sure what Tommy means by that. Neither is Helena. Raises an eyebrow. Hey, Why have you doing enough grandstanding for us today? Why am I the movie star? Yeah, they made a movie all about you. Didn't you hear? No uh. sporato. Oh, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll all want to shake my hand. <laughs> I mean, I would have thought you'd be more suited to radio with that face, but... Hey... I, I ain't a filmmaker. I don't know what sells these days. Could be people really like it. Yeah, guess we'll wait and see, won't we? People haven't really liked me so far, so... I like you fine. So, uh, he turns yeah. to Lib. Uh, now that we got the job done, uh, what was in those papers? Bad information, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, so, uh... So you, uh... Put some articles in there that'll make your enemies, uh... Think something's happening, but it really ain't. Okay, uh... 
As long as you didn't do anything with the funny papers, because, you know, I like those comic strips. That one, uh, uh, Little Orphan Annie. I really like that one. I hope you didn't mess with it. Annie's actually ways down the road, but she says, fear not. <laughs> the outbursts of Everett Drew and the Yellow Kid were untouched. Good, good, because, you know... And little Abner continues to be a yokel. Those really take the edge off after a hard night, you know. <laughs> when I've been putting people in the basement, I just like to real uh, relax in my office, uh, flip them over and see what I jinx they got up to. Yeah. Works for me. I'm partial to the cats and jamma kids myself. She lights a cigar and it's long holder and takes a puff. Well, thank you again. You've proven to be a good investment. Let's keep yeah, this going. Anything. Yeah, and keep the bones coming. And now that she knows what Tommy Pleasure. is, as the coterie's about to leave, Tommy flicks out his unk and as he tips his Hat. He says, May Set guide you. He smiles and shut and steps out of the doorway. Actually, before we leave, I don't think we actually discussed payment for this uh, new job. Yeah. Unless it's the same going rate as the previous one. Every, every minor boon gets up to a moderate boon. And every moderate boon goes to a major. This is Lib. I'm asking you to risk your life. The dead man's party is no joke. They're going to be doing the damnedest <laughs> to kill me. Which means they'll be doing their damnedest to kill us as well. Alright. We'll be prepared. Don't you worry. Yeah. She nods, and you depart in Helena. Yeah. Through an upstairs window as you pass, you see a figure. Missing patches from his head, bare skull. Tracing on the window of the Model T with skeletal fingers. A nearby car splashes water through him. As he keeps tracing on the window. Definitely don't tell Tommy that creep's touching his car. Uh, we'll not be mentioning <laughs> him. <laughs> to the carter, at least. Uh, I think that the first thing Helen is going to do when she's got a moment is to try and find numbers. Okay. Well, we're wrapping up for tonight. That took a good yeah, time. Downtime. A couple of hours. Yeah, and downtime. You will have, like, uh, one downtime action apiece after this. To represent the day. Actually, no, no, you're going directly to the Kukuk Sand thing are. tomorrow, aren't you? But yeah. I'm sure there will I, be. I can always try and run cross numbers. I'm sure there will be enough time for Tommy to at least make a phone call to his other ghoul, the wealthy we industrialist, left. and source a couple of cheap vehicles that he can fill with goons. Romeo plus charisma plus persuasion plus one for his bond to you, Tommy. Yeah. 
very well. Charisma plus. No wall because it's over the phone. Yeah, I'm over afraid. the phone. That's okay. That's still a die. Still a high dice pool. Six successes. All right. All right. You know what? I'll have them for tea tomorrow. May I visit at some point in time? Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Eh. Getting that time of the month. Uh, I'm busy tomorrow night. And the night after. Uh, Come down on Sunday, I'll top you up on your blood tea. Alright. Alright. Fine. S Sunday. Sunday. He says, Remember, remember, set rewards those who are patient. Alright. Helena. On the drive back as Tommy's dropping you off before he makes this phone call. You see looking at the window where the, the there are traces on it drawn in the condensation and the moisture. Tracings that are already starting to get washed away by the rain. But for a second you're seeing it doesn't look like it was done with a finger. You're seeing intricate lines in a vaguely spherical pattern. Lines that seem to blend into gears and pistons. And something that's almost like a three-dimensional drawing that's slowly being washed away. Some kind of mechanical... Uh-huh. Uh, does, would and Helena... swimming next to it, a pair of very crude-looking fishes. Well, Hel Helena can roll me an intelligence plus technology, if you like. If you got it, um... Or science. That's <laughs> first biology would play in. Um, Not really. Uh, the fishes are crude. They're like... Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, two successes. You've never seen anything like this before, and as you look, it the lines start getting seeped into as the water run... The still red-tinted water gets seeped into them and starts running, and it's gone. Morgan. You get back to your hotel. You find Al glaring at you balefully from the bed, the empty bottle clutched into his arm in his arms. <laughs> He's like <sighs> Like fucking Sacramento all over. You gotta take better care of yourself, alright? Yeah, I'll try to try to keep up on that. I know what I fucking eat. I ain't healthy for. <sighs> you, and he eases back. He's still very fairly pale, though, and uh, you yeah. know it's gonna be a few days before he's good for anything again. Mm. Probably gonna be a lot of room service in his future. And Sam. 
as you go into the house, you hear... Well, the good news is that the big leak upstairs has stopped. The bad news is that the new patches have diverted rain to various other parts, and a whole lot of little leaks are now dripping in assorted spots all over the old kennel. Uh, Sam crumbles and stomps around the slushy, squishy house, trying to figure out all the places that it's all dribbling from. Not actually paying that much attention. He more just goes from room to room, looking in disbelief at each one, rather than actually taking note. It's going to be a fucking great night for him. Alright. And Tommy, as you return to your casino, you find in the fridge are six bottles. Unlabeled, but with that color and hue that you know exactly where they're from. And as you pick up the last one, I want you to roll me a stamina. Sorry, a uh, yeah, a stamina plus dexterity. Stamina plus dexterity. Ooh. Ooh. So Tommy's going to rouse the blood here to buff his dexterity. Does not get hungrier. Good man. Plays at hunger one. So lucky tonight. Well, I huh? did get to hunger three, but. Mm. <laughs> That's only one success, though, on his on his thing here with his dice pool of you... six. <laughs> a terrible pain tears through you, and you almost drop the bottle. You catch it at the last minute, and you're on your hands and knees. As you hear Father Ender's voice going, "Help!" and a shock runs through you as you feel a ripping pain in your heart. And then nothing. No, not nothing. For a second you got a pull. For a second you got the notion something is terribly wrong. And you know, you know beyond a fact, you don't, though you don't know how, Father, Messiah that Pastor Andrews is in deadly danger. Something is wrong. Not dead, you're certain. You don't know how. Tommy just contemplates the bottle in his hands. And, and he lingers on it, thinking. And then he sighs. Maybe it's better this way. He is in danger, and he needs to be saved, Tom. That's what his blood tells you. And that's where we'll leave off for tonight.